This equation will save your relationship. All right, so let's talk a little bit about how this equation will save your relationship. Now, the hyperbole aside, obviously one equation cannot save your relationship, but I think it's not even so much about an equation, a mathematical equation, as it is really more of a human nature equation. So I'm actually going to start with a story. Uh, many years ago, probably 20 years ago, I and my family were heading out on a trip to New Mexico, which is a very favorite spot uh, if you're in middle America, at least for Oklahomans to travel to. But it's, it's a bit of a drive, about 11 or 12 hours to the city of Santa Fe, one of my favorite cities in the whole world. I love being out there. So on the long drive, it's not uncommon for my family and I to play some car games. Uh, we'll play license plate tag or so on and so forth, different kind of games, you know, sign bingo, things like that. Uh, maybe you do that on your own trips. Well, this particular trip, we got to talking about philosophies of life. And so the game was, if you had to choose a sentence or a few set of words that would sum up your philosophy about life, what would that be? Now, one of the passengers in the car said, life is a journey, enjoy the ride. And if you knew this person, you knew that's very fitting for this person. Somebody else in the car said, life's a journey, prepare for the trip. Now that was my wife, and if you knew my wife, you'd know how fitting that, that philosophy really is. So I thought, hey, we're, we're doing pretty well here. These philosophies really do fit the way people see themselves and the world. And then it became my turn. And when it did, I threw out, after thinking for some time, it's all about relationships. And I think that's pretty accurate, given where I come from, how I view the world, my profession that I work in. It's all about relationships. And so I tell that story because I want to dive into talking about, first, what do I mean by relationships? And secondly, how does this relate to this equation we're going to talk about in just one minute? So first, let's talk about relationships. So the first thing about relationships is generally there are two kinds of relationships. There are transactional relationships and there are transformational relationships. Now, transactional relationships are usually relationships that are more surface-based. There's not a lot of depth. You may not know or even need to know the internal workings of somebody, their hopes, their dreams, their philosophies, if you will. When I go to the grocery store and I'm checking out groceries and the, uh, the clerk is helping me, that's a transactional relationship. I'm not learning about what makes them tick. I'm not learning about their hopes and fears and dreams. I don't need to be attuned to their emotional life. I just need to process this transaction so I can go on with my life and they can go on with theirs. And so that's an example of a transactional relationship. And let's be fair, transactional relationships serve a purpose in our society. We have to have some relationships that are transactional because we have to just get things done. When I go to the bank and I make a deposit, I'm not learning about that individual. I don't know who they are. 
I don't know what's going on inside of them. I don't know what's happening in their extended family. I'm just simply making a deposit and they're serving me and doing their job by helping me do that. That's a transactional relationship. But transformational relationships are different. They're wholly different. They are qualitatively different. A transformational relationship is one where we are attuned to the emotional or the inner life of somebody else. Now, a transformational relationship might be a close friend. It might be a parent. It certainly will involve a child because as parents, we need to be attuned to the inner workings of our children's lives. But it's also very much applicable to our romantic relationships, our partners in life. And so transformational relationships are marked by the ability to attune to the inner life of our partner and vice versa. They attune to the inner life of us. Now, another term we might use to describe that is an attachment relationship because attachment relationships certainly are transformational by nature. Meaning that when I interact with this person, who they are as a person impacts me and who I am as a person impacts them. That's what we mean by transformational. We don't leave an interaction unchanged. Okay, now that we understand more about transactional and transformational relationships, let's break down this equation. And it goes something like this. Vulnerability minus self-protection equals connection. Let me say that one more time. Vulnerability minus self-protection equals connection. So let's break this down. Let's start with vulnerability. Now vulnerability, just a basic definition, means susceptibility to harm. It means that in some way we feel exposed, we feel sort of stripped of our protection, our armor, if you will, and we feel like we could be harmed emotionally speaking. Uh, certainly it could be physical as well, but I, that's not really what we're describing here. We're talking more about emotional vulnerability and emotional susceptibility to harm. Now, vulnerability in and of itself usually means there's a little chink in the armor. It, it's often tied to old wounds, could be past trauma that we've endured, so much so that every time something comes close to that vulnerability, we throw up our self-protection. And so that's the second part of the equation, right? We have the vulnerability piece, which means we feel exposed, we feel open, we feel susceptible to harm. We feel like we could be either re-traumatized or re-wounded. And so anytime something comes close or we get triggered, we immediately move into a place of self-protection. And these can go by a lot of different names as well. We talk about defenses. We talk about fight or flight, the autonomic nervous system coming into play that works so fast and so quickly to protect us. And so self-protection blocks our ability to be vulnerable. Now, I think what's important about this equation is that when I say vulnerability minus self-protection equals connection, what I'm really saying is that we can't really connect. We can't have transformational relationships with somebody if we are constantly in a place of self-protection. So when we substitute out 
self-protection, what we're left with is vulnerability equals connection. And that's really what creates transformational relationships. That's what creates partners being able to stay attached and securely connected. Because in that, they are willing to let down their guard, let down their self-protection, and they're willing to let themselves be more open and more exposed to their partner. Now, I can imagine you're sitting there watching this and you're saying, yeah, Tom, that's great, but when I do that, I get hurt. And the answer is yes, yes you do, because there are times when you're exposing yourself, when you're being vulnerable, and maybe your partner is not in a place where they're able to hear or tolerate or accept that vulnerability. They may be in a place where they've got their protection up. And that's a huge risk, and I understand that all too well. I've worked with thousands of couples, and I've seen firsthand how that plays out. When I can help one partner get to a place where they move out of self-protection, sink more into their vulnerability, and then they turn and they take a risk and they say something to their partner, only to have their partner sort of fire a shot back because they are in a place of self-protection. So I understand all too well, and I feel for you very much how that might happen, where you say, you know what, I've tried that before, and vul being vulnerable with my partner only gets me hurt that much more, and I certainly understand that, which is why it's important to learn when to take that risk, when to be able to be vulnerable. Can you gauge when your partner is vulnerable too? Can you gauge when your partner has moved out of a place of their protection and they're more in their vulnerability? If you can sense that in them, if you can sense that in your partner, then that is a clue for you to be able to then move into a place of your own vulnerability and be able to reach out and take a risk and make that connection. Because when you do, that is when you have the ability to impact each other all that much more. So let's, let's review what we understand here. Vulnerability minus self-protection equals connection. Vulnerability is the place that we gotta get to because it's the place that allows us to connect most with our partner. Vulnerability means we let down our guard, we take a risk and step out, and it means we're able to acknowledge and own more of our own needs, more of the things that are missing in the relationship. But we're communicating those not in a reactive way, not in a way that comes across as angry, because then our partner only sees the anger. They don't see the vulnerability, the hurt, the unmet needs underneath. So we have to be very careful to try to not lead with self-protection, to not lead with our defenses, but rather to be able to lead with that vulnerability. So that when we move self-protection out of the way, we're left with vulnerability, which gives us a much greater chance at deeper connection with our partner. Okay, let's circle back where we started with the story of this car ride. I think when I summed up my philosophy, at least at that point in time in my life, although I still think it's very much true, 
I do feel it's all about relationships. I feel it's all about transformational relationships, relationships of some depth, relationships where we change and impact each other, obviously for the positive. We don't want negative change and negative impact, although I think that's bound to happen in the world we live in. We live in a very polarized society right now. And so when I talk about transformational relationships and uh, I talk about how it's all about relationships. I'm talking about relationships of depth and of impact and of positive change. Attachment research shows that if you have one attachment figure in your life, that you are much, much more likely to be able to adapt and adjust and be well-adjusted uh, when you get older. It's much more likely that you're able to uh, be more resilient, that you are able to adapt to adverse environments, and you are able to feel better self-esteem and be able to be more successful in, in a lot of different areas in your life. That's not the only factor, but that is one factor that is hugely important. Being connected, being in a transformational relationship with another person deeply impacts all areas of your life. And we know, we know the cost of transactional relationships, which is loneliness. Transactional relationships don't allow you to be transformed by somebody else. They block that out. And you, with all your gifts, are able to make an impact on somebody else as well. And so deep loneliness sets in, it lowers self-esteem, it affects how you view the world, it affects yourself, it increases the risks for suicide ideation, it increases the risk for drug and alcohol addiction. Loneliness is, is toxic. And I believe we are living in a very lonely, lonely society. And I don't think social media has helped at all in that regard. So this equation, I think, is sort of the bedrock, the place at which we start when we want to have transformational relationships, when we want to make deep impacts on our team and colleagues at work, on our family at home, on our extended family that we gather with during holidays. Transformational relationships mean we show up and we strip away our protection and we make ourselves more known and more vulnerable so we can create a much deeper, deeper connection with those that we want to make an impact. And in turn, what automatically will happen is others will make an impact on us. They will provide us feedback. They will interact with us in a ways that broaden who we are, that challenge us in some ways that we need to be challenged. And so being able to apply this equation, and I like it because it's, it's very simple and very straightforward. You only have to think about three parts, vulnerability, self-protection, or the connection piece. Am I connecting to this other person? And by connecting, I mean, am I getting to the essence of who they are? Am I understanding something below the surface of who they are? And am I revealing things below the surface about myself. And so we understand the vulnerability piece. We understand the self-protection, which is all about safety. Self-protection is all about keeping us feeling safe. 
And let me just say as a caveat here, I think it's important to not disregard self-protection. When I say we need to remove that or throw that away, I don't mean we just callously uh, uh, bare our chest like Superman, so to speak, and, and head out into the world stripped of all of our defenses. That's a quick way to get hurt and re-traumatized. And so I don't mean that, but I mean we do internally challenge ourselves by saying, am I, am I protecting myself here unnecessarily? Is this a time, is this a person that I really have to protect myself with? It could be that there are people in your life that you don't want to lower your self-protection with. It could be that you have a toxic parent in your life, that you have a colleague who's a bully. You're not going to lower your self-protection with those people, understandably so. So keep in mind, I'm not asking you to apply this equation when you knowingly know that you are going to get hurt. And so that is not a time to go in and try to remove those self-protections that keep you safe and bear yourself and be vulnerable when you know going in that, that you're going to uh, uh, sustain another wound. So we need to use this, this equation judiciously, meaning we need to be able to apply it at times where there's a greater chance for a deeper connection with somebody than there is otherwise. So I hope you like this video today and I hope you enjoy this podcast. If you do, don't forget that we still got our survey available down below. It's absolutely free. You can take it at no charge to you. You get a results as well as tips for the five different areas that trauma impacts in your relationships. Be sure and follow us wherever you get your podcast and be sure and hit the the follow and the bell notification on our YouTube channel. And we'll see you next time. Thanks so much.